Hi everyone, Terry Welbrock here. Just a quick message before today's show. I talk about in this upcoming amazing, beautiful, wonderful episode uh, about my mom and her uh, healing journey near the end of this uh, interview, this conversation, and how she'd been living sober for, uh, gosh, going in her fourth year with one fall off the wagon. Uh, well, it's come to our realization since she's been uh, diagnosed with liver cancer and cirrhosis of the liver that uh, she has decided that uh, her end of life is going to go back with a final hurrah in this addiction journey and unfortunately has chosen um, the route of diving back into two bottles of booze. Um, so I appreciate any prayers you can send her way and positive energy as uh, she travels this journey. I, I have to remind myself that it is her journey. My role was, throughout my childhood was to be peacekeeper and uh, learned how to take on that savior role, go in and save the day and clean up the mess that she would leave. Uh, but I don't do that anymore. And uh, I've, I've done a lot of work on healing that codependent role that I had with her for so long. So uh, it's hard to stand. I put a post out this morning on the Facebook Healing Place podcast Facebook page. But I, I said I stand on the shore watching her drown um, as she begs for a bottle of Jack Daniels to be thrown at her instead of a life vest. And it's, it's difficult to stand there. Uh, and watch um, but I can't I can't go in the water and try to pull her out because she doesn't want to be saved uh, so anyway I just wanted to clarify that for anyone who's on the Facebook page and said hey she was just chatting talking about uh, her mom's addiction this morning and then in this episode <laughs> that's because this episode was was recorded a couple weeks ago uh, so anyway there you go. So again, I appreciate the positive energy you send my mom's way and uh, any, any prayers you can offer up for her. All right. Enjoy today's amazing, wonderful, beautiful, fantastic show. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and another exciting edition of the Healers of Hilton Head series. I have Laura Shofroth with me today, and she is a motivational health consultant and founder at The Miracle of You, and she's going to help us understand all the beautiful, wonderful healing work she's doing here on Hilton Head Island. So welcome, Laura. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and um, just have a little chat with you. Um, yeah, I am the founder of The Miracle of You. I started my company in 2009, actually, um, just because I had found a love for holistic healing after almost succumbing to what the doctors um, addressed with me as an incurable disease. And so when they offered no hope for me, I became a little rebel and started doing research and found out a whole bunch of other truths and I ran with it. And yes, I did heal myself. And I wanted to take that information and, and give it back to people. People need to know these things. Yes. Oh, I told you right before we hit record, I had I popped on your Facebook page and saw that 
half an hour ago or so you posted about uh, fasting and I had just done sim- I, I it's such a similar journey in that mm-hmm. uh, I just wasn't getting answered answers from Western medicine and just decided to take it into my own hands and really research and just did a ton of research and started on a holistic path of healing myself was my mission. So uh, gosh, I, I, I love those kinds of connections. But yeah, I just did a fast. And I felt it kickstart my body exactly like I had was hoping and praying it would do so. Well, congratulations for um, taking your power back. That's number one. And that's what I love to to show people that they can do. And number two, being intuitive enough to feel that your body did the reboot and you can feel like the the neutrality of doing a fast and allow your body to do what it already does naturally. It's, It's so beautiful once we step back and kind of become more aware. Yes. And that's a really great point, Laura, is because I think for so long, and I think so many of us thought, oh, we'll go to the doctor, they'll give us this pill, or they'll tell us how to do this or how to do that, change our diet, eat, don't eat salt, don't eat sugar, or whatever it may be. And that's going to fix the problem. When you just brought up such a valid point, if we just make healthy shifts and create healthy habits, mm-hmm that we allow our body to do what it wants to do, which is it's true and healthy. Yeah, it wants to. Our body is always, always communicating with us minute by minute. That's why muscle testing works so good. And, um, you know, I call it when when we don't know at first that there's another way besides conventional medicine, that there might be natural ways of healing through fasting or SEACT or, you know, any of these different modalities. It's I almost think of it as we're unconscious. We fall asleep to ourselves. And so once we become conscious and more aware and we wake up, we can then be more open to, well, hey, maybe I should maybe I should look into this. Has there a cure ever been found for MS or have people been able to heal themselves from an incurable disease? And so right then is the switch you were just talking about. Right then we become awake and conscious and our body's like, Hey, listen to me. I got something to tell you. You know? Yes. Oh, I love that. And a little PS and I don't know what your thoughts are on it. I've been doing some brain rewiring and brain plasticity uh, meditations and our, our, we can change those old ruts in the brain, right? The habits that we created by allowing ourselves to create these new patterns. Oh my goodness. Such a topic that I love. And so I think my clients have no idea at first when they do a consultation with me that I'm going to talk about meditation. Meditation, I ran from it. I like most other people like, but I have monkey brain. It won't it won't settle down, you know? Um, But something kept calling me and calling me to keep committing to it. And once I committed to it and kept doing the research, I mean, I was hearing of people's healing spontaneously from all these different bodily imbalances and yes, neuroplasticity and expanding their consciousness and their mind. So I was like, what, there's gotta be something to this. So once I started committing to it and started doing the breath work with it, 
um, amazing, amazing things started happening. And I attribute much of the amazing, um, uh, my spiritual awakening that I had almost two years ago. Now, that experience, I believe, was brought on by meditation and breath work. So anytime, and again, it's another, it's just another way of becoming more conscious of ourselves. Like we are what, like we're asleep and unconscious to ourselves until we become more self-aware. And what better way to do that than through meditation? And unfortunately, in Western society, we're not taught that, though it's common in other countries. You know, it's just a way of life. And so I, I am embarking on that mission to make it, to normalize it, to make it part of our day. And I teach my clients every morning, I want you to do this because it's for you. <laughs> yes. So. And and we, our brain listens to our, yes. what, when we're, when we're just allowing it to just calm and be even when you're sick I mean when you're yeah. when you're struggling with something if you can if you can go through that practice of the breath work and the calming then the body's saying oh maybe we're not in so much danger and, and then right. the system isn't going ah! <laughs> correct absolutely absolutely and and there's so much to that too is part of that is not fighting the body, not fighting the disease or the, I don't even like to call it a disease, but the imbalance. We, when we stop fighting it and accept ourselves for where we are in whatever imbalance we are, then the clarity and the answers um, and the insight can start coming. And meditation is such a beautiful way to allow that to happen. Um, and even if you follow me on Facebook and the articles I write, I always meditate and gain my insight and say, okay, what am I going to write about today? And the answers just come. Like, I don't even have to work for it. Hello. Like, oh, okay, we're talking about fasting today. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I so do the same thing. I don't, I call it angel whispers. I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel the little tap on the shoulder and yeah. uh, yes, right, right from the heart and the soul. So I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So can you talk to us about this, this experience, this transition that you had two years ago? Sure. Um, so you and I talked a little bit before the show. I believe we have similar paths. I had a lot of trauma in my life, a lot. I mean, I feel like I had more than the average person by far, you know, um, but I never, you know, I was still a happy, joyous, joyous, joyous person, but my healing path started with my physical healing of my own incurable disease and all these other things that was, that were wrong with me in my early thirties. And that slowly progressed into an awareness of epigenetics and how our cells listen to our thoughts and, um, neuroplasticity and our mind and all of these things. And I, I began to introduce meditation, as I said, into my practice every single morning. And um, at the shallowest point, I realized it would change my day for the better because I didn't, I wouldn't then want to, you know, flip somebody off when they cut me off in traffic. I was like, oh, I'm such a calmer person. Um, somewhere along the line, I began to realize 
um, I had a lot of trauma that could be released and meditation may be the way. So I began doing even deeper research and found out about breath work. So first diaphragmatic breathing and then somatic breathing and then some other um, techniques that I began to marry into my meditation and how, bless you, and how it started was I would be sitting in the living room and I would, I would feel this tingling in my body. And I'd be like, what is this? Like, okay, is this like a new disease I have to wrestle with? You know, I'm perfectly healthy, healthy. I run, you know, I do yoga and it would start in the limbs of my body and it was pleasant. It was beautiful. There was no fear. It was exciting. As the months waned on, the electrical feelings, as I called them, got stronger and stronger. Um, I continued continued my breath work and my meditations got deeper and more peaceful. I just started getting a little bit more out of what I was looking for, I guess. And my, I wrote my testimony as such. I, I woke up one morning, it was 5.30 in the morning, and I um, was laying fetal position. And all of a sudden, I felt the largest amount of electrical energy start at the base of my spine and go up my spine slowly, like as if it were zipping me up to the base of my neck. It was beautiful, undescribable. I'm thinking to myself, this is the craziest thing ever, yet I'm enjoying it. It's beautiful. It's not anything I've ever heard of, but there was no fear. Um, after that, I laid my head down and I kind of fell gently back to sleep. It was the most peaceful, blissful few moments I've ever had in my entire life. Um, after that experience, I'm like, okay, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Later that day, I'm like, oh my God, what was that? So I did research there. I got a lot of feedback on some Facebook pages and research that it was called a Kundalini awakening. And so I did a lot of research with that. And it was quite the experience for about eight months. I lived in bliss. I thought I was the most exceptional human being in the world. It was hilarious. I thought I was so special. And then I realized Oh my gosh, every trauma I ever, ever went through in my ever in my whole life that I thought I had healed from came rushing back to be met, to be finally healed the right way. So then after eight months of beautiful bliss, joy, and wonderment, I went into the dark night of the soul and it was difficult. It was hard. I would meditate six times a day to get through it. I would be angry. I had to go kind of not relive it so much, but feel it. And, and I, and through the whole time, indeed, I was like, why, what, why am I having to relive? There's a lot of not, not um, much understanding from me until I could look back on the whole culmination of the almost two years ago and see I was healing. And I was healing in not only physical ways, uh, my right lung had collapsed in my 20s and I would sometimes have chronic pain there. It's gone. I've been healed from that. But from traumas that happened to me since I was a baby, um, all came rushing back and I've been able to heal from that. And let me just add, 
as I summarize that all together to say the healing journey is forever. It's never done. So I always say I'm a work in progress, you know, but I do live 24 seven in an electric electrified, very high frequency now. So the electrical sensations never leave me. It's very, it's very interesting place to be. Wow. I, there's a part of me that's, that's a tad envious because I'm like, oh, I'm ready. Let's let's do it. I, I want to experience it. I want to feel yeah, it. Yeah, and any and everybody. I mean, it's the the Kundalini energy or the Holy Spirit, whatever you want to talk. You know, we we many different names from indigenous countries, and we all have a different name for it. But it it lies in everybody. We all have access to this, and it's it takes us back again to the very beginning of this interview, becoming self aware, waking up becoming conscious, where are we? And a willingness to heal because it's bravery. It's, as you know, you've done a lot of trauma work. It's courage. It's fighting and nail biting and white knuckles. Like, I don't want to feel that anymore. I don't want to go back through that pain and being the brave one to say, I'm a pioneer. I can do this. Well, and so fascinating because, and I've said this for years, when we would do EMDR therapy, the right part of my head would just tingle with electricity. Like I could feel it happening. Like, like almost. And sometimes I would say, I feel like someone like an angel, like something has its hand on the top of my head and I could just feel the, like the electric pulses. And as you were talking and right now I'm having that same sensation. So I just love it that I can, but I feel it in just this one particular spot. So it's fascinating to me. It is absolutely fascinating. Several of my clients have had a spiritual awakening just by talking to me via zoom. It's I'm like, are you kidding? This could happen. Like I didn't know it could happen. Yeah. Um, but the we share our frequencies. We are bioenergetic people. We're biomagnetic energies. And so clearly my energy just, you know, flows out so freely and people get the benefit if they typically my sessions are virtual. But if you get to be within my vicinity, sometimes you get the benefits of that frequency. But the beautiful thing is you can do that for other people, too. Yeah. I mean, I, we talk about energy so often on the show, and I just love the idea. I've again, I've said for years, the energy we put out into the universe is the energy we we welcome back. And uh, yes. I tell my kids that all the time. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I I just I love the idea of being able to exchange energy. And on on the other side of that coin is if you're feeling a very negative energy, you have the opportunity then to put healthy boundaries up to step yeah. away. Yeah. That's important too. Um, because I think when I was younger, I didn't realize I didn't know about energy. I just didn't, you know, but we would have that gut feeling or that feeling when we are in, you walk into a room and you feel icky or you get around another person and you just get that icky feeling around them. And so um, being conscious of being in a relationship that robs us of our beautiful, like this is such a gift to have our frequencies that yes, we can control. But part of that is becoming aware are other people um, robbing us of our joy 
and it's real. It's true. Like I lived years in a marriage where my joy was taking, taken from me and I wasn't strong enough in myself to understand it or, be, or become conscious that I'm just unhappy every day. I would, I no longer had a frequency that existed, probably, you know? Yes. So, well, you yeah. hear the term energy vampire and I understand yes. that now. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's true. It's true. So now do you work with folks in a coaching capacity, like group coaching one-on-one and is it just local or can people anywhere? I'm all over. Um, yes. And I've had people across the ocean as well. So it's typically virtual. If somebody lives in my local area, I I am more apt to meet them in person because I do love that energetic exchange. And I think it's so powerful to be in somebody's presence. But I would say 95% of my clients are virtual. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I, again, I think there's COVID was was tough on all of us on a on a trauma level for for some yeah. and or for many actually and mm-hmm. but there's gifts within the chaos always and always one always. of the gifts is this yeah. ability now to connect globally with folks it's, yeah it's beautiful it's so many different things we can do virtually that we just didn't know we had no idea right so right oh yeah. my gosh that's beautiful and wonderful mm-hmm. so um. Any other, well, how did I want to say that? It, it was in my head and then it just went boop and popped out of my head. So uh, the miracle of you, is is there any other work that you do within that? Yeah, typically um, for many, many years, as we spoke earlier, I, I began doing nutritional consulting. Um, so I take people from... Um, from state steps for a five or six week program, typically to allow balance to come back in their body. And that begins with, um, um, you know, clean eating, detox, yummy green juices and smoothies, um, stress relief, how to not have stress anymore. Typically it's five or six week program, depending on the individual. And um, I see anybody, like I said, with from acid reflux to stage four cancer and have had, you know, great success all across that spectrum. I also introduce quantum healing or quantum physics into that because although we hear all the time, the body, body and the mind are connected. I don't think a lot of people realize to what degree. So I help people rewire their minds and understand who they truly are. Our words matter. Our thoughts matter. Our cells are listening to our thoughts and our bodies can change epigenetically from moment to moment to moment. And once people are like, oh, I, oh my gosh, you know, that it, it seems so easy to introduce like gratefulness and affirmations and visualization. Um, but once we start doing this as a practice, wow, it's just mind blowing. So I incorporate a whole lot of different things into my program and it's unique to each individual. I really allow spirit to work through me as I meet with each person to um, just allow that information to come through me fluidly. Wow. I adore you. I just have to say, because Thank I'm, you. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so saying everything that I say and how I live, like living yeah. in gratitude and just being in the now and, and doing all of the, I, I say, uh, 
I, after all those doctors, I told you, I saw all these doctors and specialists and everybody trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And it was, it was someone working in the nutrition field who I say saved my life because it was shifting my eating habits and shifting. I'll now like this crazy rash that I'm, I'm getting over from mold toxicity. Um, I will now like hold my, my legs were the worst. And so I'll like be in the bath and I'll like hold my leg up and I'm just like, I'll like touch my leg and I'll be like, I am so proud of you skin. Like you're doing yes. an amazing job. I've yeah. literally like hugged my leg before and just been I like, know. I'm so proud of you. I know you're fighting. I know you're trying to figure this out. I've got you. Yeah. I'll, give, I'll support you. And it truly is like, just, you're right. The words we use, that's beautiful. Yeah. And we're, it's so amazing that we're not taught that to the extent that if we tell somebody, Hey, go hug your leg. Um, they're like, they're like, what do you, I mean, 20 years ago, I would have said, no, what are you, what some kind of tree hugger is giving me some kind of weird information. I would never accept this. So, you know, they're the science behind it proves it. So the minute, let's say you have a rash on your leg and you're frustrated with it and you're angry with it and you're just upset that you can't do the things that you want to do. Well, scientifically our brain, when you think about that body part, our brain lights up that is correlated with that body part. And we send stress chemicals to that body part, which creates inflammation. So on a scientific level and and moving away from the woo-woo side, when we can send the chemicals of love and joy and inspiration and acceptance to that body part, now we can heal it. And that's factual, that's that's dated, that's, um, uh, I mean, documented. So, oh, beautiful. I I took a somatic healing course and I had just never understood the, the, until I had gone through this course, how powerful that was to be able to notice something without judging it. And yes, that's huge. And that's, that's what I'm getting from you, but, but you're taking it even step further. It's not just not judging it, but then sending, because love to me after a powerful meditation and experience, uh, I was given the message that that love is the answer like love that that's what matters that love is the answer i mean if you think about it fundamentally right just fundamentally if we can step back and just imagine the difference between one individual that's frustrated bitter and you know full of self-sabotage anger resentment um sickness, low vibration and low frequency because of all the self-sabotaging emotions. And if you flip that to a person that is, despite anything going on with the body, filled with joy, filled with inspiration and just love because love is the heal. We are love fundamentally. You will see a difference in pain level. You will see a difference in motivation. You will see a difference in hope. And you will see a difference epigenetically. Our genes don't have to turn on to disease, but the chemicals that we create in our body, which is typically self-sabotage, our inner environment as well as our outer environment can then allow these protein receptors to turn on. I don't want to get too scientific here, but so if for no other reason than then to say, listen, I don't, I don't want epigenetically my cells to go by the wayside, let me try to focus on love and joy and inspiration. You're just going to feel better. 
Yeah, you know, I love it. I love it. I love it. I had somebody say to me, oh, maybe like two or three days ago, uh, I was talking about still being on this crazy healing journey and you know, getting rid of the last of these toxins out of my body. And, and she said, you look so healthy, you glow, you radiate. And I hear that all the time. And I, so people are like, you cannot be that sick when I was like really sick. Um, but it is because yes, when you just have this, I don't know, this mental mindset, this yeah. approach to life. Um, it's it's amazing. It makes a huge difference for the healing it, journey. It makes, and you know, what a lot of people don't know too, is that when you can just fill your heart with love and really focus on that, our hearts physically do expand. Like, mm-hmm. so with self-sabotage, you know, resentment, anger, fear, worry, our organs become atrophied. They're just not flowing in that free energy that we're created to be in. So you, when you feel that love and joy, we allow our hearts to actually physically open. And that once that happens, we're walking around like, you can't phase me. Cut me off a million times in traffic. I don't really care. Peace and love, you know? <laughs> it's yes. like, we're not so easily... Um, what's the word I'm looking for a stick of dynamite, you know? Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. So now how do, how do folks connect with you? Well, I wrote a book, the miracle of you by Laura Shofroth, and that's easily accessible on Amazon or on my website, the miracle of you.info. And um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Laura Shofroth, the miracle of you health and body. Um, what is the name? My gosh. Hold on, Laura I wrote Shofroth, it down. Health and Body, Body and Mind, Mind Transformation Coach. Transformation Coach. <laughs> That's it. I have like four different Facebooks, so I forget. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. You can read my articles there. And you can email me at laurafamilyherbalist at gmail.com. That's awesome. Now, do you do herbal herbal work as well? I actually am a certified master herbalist and I'm a certified life coach and I'm a holistic health and wellness consultant for 20, over 20 years now. And I'm a certified uh, food oracle deck uh, card reader. So I can literally pull some really cool uh, food oracle deck cards and tell you, hey, what what is spirit telling me about what I need to eat for my health and happiness right now? So, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so going to connect with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love, I love, love it, too. I love the idea of just um, I, I tell I tell friends and family and everyone listening in on the podcast uh, that, that building our, our coping skills toolbox, but I like to think of it as more than just coping skills, like just building our life toolbox, uh, our is. joy toolbox. Um, it is. So it's, it's wonderful to just be open to the possibilities yes. and uh, what a gift you are giving others by allowing them to be open to the beautiful possibility of healing because it's just a gift beyond value. It is. It really is a gift beyond. And I tell people all the time, we sometimes don't appreciate it until first we've been sick. And so as hard as it may seem to to listen or hear, I'm thankful for the illness, the imbalances that I went through. I, I had the frustration. I had all the worry, the fear, the hopelessness. 
Um, so having been there, I understand deeply what, what everybody can feel like. And we can then value, like you said, and become more open when that happens, hopefully, to more ways of healing and more opportunities. It's not just, I'm not against um, conventional medicine. It's just one piece of the puzzle. And it, it's great for sewing an arm on, not so great for chronic illness, because chronic illness typically has an emotional component to it. And that's something that most doctors do not address. Absolutely. And that's why we're here doing, having all of these tools in our toolbox. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, wait, we can also do this, you know? <laughs> yes. I So a previous podcast guest of what's called it complementary healing yeah. uh, tools and modalities. And I loved that idea of, because you're right, the, the emotional component, so many times tied to trauma. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. and if you haven't done the the trauma healing work, it is going to show up in in chronic ways. I mean, ACE of science, which is which which was what I study in adverse childhood experiences. I mean, ACE of science shows that if you have four or more ACEs, that the numbers just jump drastically for heart disease, diabetes, depression, totally. suicide. I mean, it's just it's amazing if you haven't done the healing work for childhood trauma. Yes. And, you know, I also, let me say this, it, you know, if I, if you would have spoke to me about addressing childhood trauma years ago, I would have thought it would be a big, sticky, icky, gross, long term and dramatic experience. Uh, not a good experience, you know, when in actuality, it's, a lot of times, not that difficult. It's It takes a bit of courage, but more than courage, it takes openness, like you said. And it doesn't have to be the icky, sticky, dramatic, um, long, drawn out um, experience. I, I literally had a healer, healer work with me um, in a past life regression. And in an hour, I addressed a long-term trauma response in an hour. I mean, so... This is the beautiful work of anybody in the in the esoteric or holistic world that have healing uh, capabilities, which, by the way, everybody, everybody's a healer. They just need to awaken to their specific gifts, but they can help us along in ways that are not icky, sticky. And that's I what love I love. That. Yes, yes. And mm. what popped into my head was and by doing our healing work, we are healing those behind us and those mm -hmm. in front of us. So our Absolutely. children, but also our ancestors. I know my, my mom and just, she's 86, but she's four years sober with one fall off the wagon, but I wow. never thought she'd be able to do healing work, but her witnessing my doing my healing journey and then being able to do forgiveness work with her. And wow. I mean, our relationship has just blossom and grown and wow. I'm just so darn proud of her for wow. her being able to address her childhood traumas at 80 something years old. Isn't that beautiful? Like we should never lose hope for anybody. That's such a false uh, belief system that somebody would never change or could never change. Absolutely. Um, and with, and there's so much truth to that is when we heal ourselves, we heal the whole collective um, one step at a time. And we do, we do because our frequencies are so attached to everything else. So yes, 
20 years ago, I would have said, huh? And now I'm like, oh, but it, but it's true, but it's so true. <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I could sit and talk to you for, you know, we could do, we could do a whole series. Yeah. Um, so anything else that you wanted to address before we close out? Um, no, I think, you know, my message, my legacy is um, to give back to people the knowledge that they can be empowered to heal and to not be limited by what we've been told or taught or know of, that there's so much besides conventional medicine. There's so much that is available to people and um, it's all tied together, the body and the mind. If you're depressed, it could be because you're deficient in minerals. It could be circumstantial. It could be a whole different million different things, but really um, letting go of limited beliefs and taking the courage to go out and find and be open to different ways of learning and experiencing. And if I can tell a quick story and analogy that I give my clients all the time when they first come on board with me, but it's so cute. I always say, okay, imagine with me that you're a little fishy. And you as a little fishy are swimming in an ocean with 9 billion other fish. But you as a smart little fishy realize, man, a lot of these fishies, their scales are falling off and their fins aren't working and they're not able to breathe they, that well. And my fishy eyes can't see through the murkiness of the water that well. So you being a smart fishy decide, oh gosh, I think I have to swim upstream away from the 9 billion other fishy because you know there's a fresh body of water upstream that in it you will be able to breathe better and swim better and experience your fishy life better. So you take that courage and you take that power and you do swim away from the masses and you get in that fresh body of water and guess what happens? Your scales grow back and you can see clearer through the water and your eyes are better and your fins are working and you see all these attractive other fishies doing the same thing and that's the switch that I want people to get when they come on board is we cannot we cannot be like everybody else and accept the same limiting beliefs while we lose our health. We must be empowered to swim upstream and find the life, the abundant life and joy that we were created for. Ah, do you see the tears <laughs> in my eyes? Holy moly, Lord. <laughs> that story's in my book. <laughs> that oh cute little analogy. Gosh. Wow, that's so... I mean, you just spoke to me on a soul level. Like that was really awesome. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. What a beautiful way to end our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Well, thank awesome. you for having me. It's been an honor. I love you already too. So we'll have to chat another time when you've got time and um, yeah, get to know each other better. Oh, for sure. I, again, I'm just, I feel so blessed to meet you and thank you thank for, you. yeah, for joining me on this series. So, all right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today. And 
remind you to visit my website as well as the academy.terrywellbrock.com for the courses. But if you go to my website, terrywellbrock.com, you can sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for, uh, again, healing. Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right.